Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Welcome to a Monday that will show some clearing in the weather, we hope. We'd like to see a little clearing in the storms in the Missouri Senate. We're following what's going on in the Middle East with the attack, the drone attack, killing three service members near Amman, Jordan. We'll be talking with Taylor Burks uh, later on uh, at... um, 810, 810, Taylor Burks joins us to uh, to sort that out. Um, but when it comes to Missouri politics, we talk to Scott Fawn. Of course, Scott is all know the omniscient one, Scott Fawn. How's that sound? Publisher of Missouri Times and host of This Week in Missouri Politics. Welcome. Well, that's a tall order, but I'll tell you, it's kind of like being a weatherman at Missouri the last week. You're just going to say it's cloudy and chilly, right? Yeah. And yeah. in the Missouri Senate, you're just going to say they're going to fight about pettiness. <laughs> you can be right pretty much all the time. <laughs> you know, over the weekend, there was there were some interviews that went on in a station over in St. Louis that um, uh, Nick Schroer was on, uh, Cindy O'Loughlin was on. She was on his show, I understand, last night. Um I, I talked with Cindy on air over the weekend and, uh, she said, you know what? I, I probably should got a little over, overheated sometimes. I hope we can all do that. And, um, you know, Monday morning, I expect things to start happening essentially is what she said, because now that all of the, all of the bills are referred to committee, you know, let's get those gubernatorial appointments going and let's get something happening. Is that a pipe dream? Uh, I mean, the, the bills will refer Thursday at about 1030 and nothing happened. Uh, I, I look. I, I I think Nick has tried. I think you know it, it's kind of the um, house the, in the house they fight and throw fit. Usually the the insane people screaming cocks and the crazies get like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm stuck in a room with these people. And then they come up, they take the Senate bill, and they all hate the Senate together, and it, it unites them. I think what Nick's learning is th- this isn't the house. Um, these are bigger fights. You almost have to pick a side. And, you, you know, I think Andrew Kennedy learned you can't just stick at the leadership every single time and then, then kind of give kind of a mealy-mouthed apology. Even Andrew, five years of that, got they got tired of him. I think Nick uh, probably should pick him aside and pick a jersey and see which side he's on. Uh, so it's been tough for him. But, I, I mean, you tell me. I don't know what the, the bills were referred early in session Thursday, and yet it was complaining. Now, I do think you're going to see, uh, look, if they move off gubernatorial appointments, Cindy O'Loughlin is no longer the floor leader. That's just the truth. If if a group of senators can pick just some asinine, mundane thing that, that's not even a Senate priority, they don't even have a beef with any of these people. I mean, you ask them, they don't have a problem with any of the appointments. It's just, you know, Petty is ruling the day. Um, you know, this, it, look, if that's what happens, then Bill Eichel's the floor leader, right? And, you know, they should give him the office and, and give him the keys and let well, him try to do Well, wait, explain that. Explain that. Why, what, what mechanism would, 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 uh, jettison Cindy from being the floor leader? Go through that technically. Well, I mean, she might have the office and the title, but if, if a group of senators can just hijack the okay, order of I business see. and could just say, no, you're not going to this, we're, we're in charge. Uh, especially, it'd be one thing if they had some beef about Senator Hageman, right? That's up for that MoDOT. If they had some issue with him that he just couldn't serve on that commission, then okay, fine. I think people would be like, well, I mean, if you feel that way, I understand. And they, they'd pull him. But nobody has a problem with these people. It is simply just, right. we're in charge here. Yep. We, we, we have six votes, and you have, or seven votes, you have 17, but we're going to run the place. And if she backs down, yeah, it'll have big ramifications, and and they'll be in charge. and And I would personally advocate for if she 
if she bows to them, that she should just let them run it. I mean, I, I think they'll find it a little tough to run. It's a little, it's so much easier to be the person that nitpicks everything yeah. than it is to be the person that doesn't. And that's just true of anything in life. It's be, being the leader of the opposition is fun. Uh, we have to actually make the trains run on time. That's a lot tougher. So if they do do the gubernatorial appointments, then yeah, I think they'll start passing things. I also think that was true last Thursday, last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> and Thursday of last yeah, week too. Yeah. So, I don't, you tell me what's changed. Well, it's interesting that I, I learned over the weekend that this uh, this move that they pulled the week before uh, about uh, uh, submitting the IP bill to the committee of the whole, which means the whole Senate debates it, had not been invoked since the early 1900s. That's what Cindy O'Loughlin told me. It's, it's, it's rarely done. going to happen. I yeah. mean, there was no, there was zero chance. I mean, honestly, you know, there's a better uh, chance we become an underwear model than. <laughs> hey, uh, you you could that. do that. And now, <laughs> no. what, now, you know, Houseworth has a speedo. Oh. He's been looking to break out. <laughs> oh, you guys. If you guys do that, I feel a calendar coming on. Marsh, oh. Marsh, are you in? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I've got. You put Scott in, the, oh. in Brian's happy pants. Now, John, you'd have to, you'd have to contribute. Maybe we could get. Cosmo you know? at one of our sister stations to do that. I'm thinking maybe we got something what, going. If, here. if, uh, if Marsh is in, I'm in. Uh, and I've got these. I've got some billowing uh, trunks that I wear when I go to the arc oh! swimming. I'm happy nice. to do it. <laughs> I bet Scott's got some hammer pants left. I'm kind of in. Okay, all right. Let's wait till it warms up, though. Okay, Brian Housework. Can we can we start a fundraiser to have you put your clothes back on? What lucky charity are we going to help? Exactly. <laughs> Scott, we do appreciate you joining us. I did well, uh, normally, but not today. <laughs> exactly. I did I did talk to Carolyn McDowell yesterday, the Cole County Republican Party, oh, and she's she the best. She says you're going to be the keynote speaker at their Lincoln Days coming up in February nineteenth. So I am. Uh, which which will be a big opportunity for you. I want to talk about a bill that has not gotten much media attention, but I think it's very important here in Columbia. We had her on uh, last week. Today, a vote in the House Special Committee on Education Reform. One sentence bill, State Representative Cherie Tolson Reich would allow charter schools in the city of Columbia. What are its chances of passage? Uh, I, I mean, I would say not good. Uh, I, I look, I think this, I, I, you know, Caleb Browden hates Columbia Public Schools about like, you know, the devil hates Jesus or I hate the Cubs. Um, I actually think that you've had so many folks come together and they've just had their, I call it my corn man moment. I met the most corrupt war superintendent in the history of the state. Uh, I think so many Missourians have met their corn man and, and Columbia, apparently Caleb has met his, I, I think there's going to be some change. And I, I think the Desi folks, I mean, you tell me what Desi even does to be honest with you. I'll, I'll tell you what Desi does. They tell you, they assure you that when you point out rampant corruption, they promise you. They sit on a stack of Bibles. They do nothing. There is nothing that they do. But if you see Lincoln, tell him we need more money to do nothing. That's what Desi does. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think there's going to be some change. I think it's going to be this year. I think if they ever get their parking spots situated in the state Senate, the bill they'll go to is that. I, I think there's consensus to pass something. Um, I, I think they did hire the right person in Carl Esslinger to run Desi. My only concern for them is they hired her two, three years too late. It may be, people may just be so sick of that paper pushing. Nobody's accountable to anything bureaucracy. I'll tell you, Brian, I'd love for someone to ask them where the buck stops because it ain't nowhere in that Desi building, I promise you. 
Harry Truman would literally turn over in his grave if you if you told him that you know half a mile from a building named after him, Desi, that was the least accountable people in the history of mankind. I think there's going to be change come. If you want the truth, normally what we see here is when the problem gets bad enough and nothing gets done about it, it they, they overcorrect, and that's what they're going to do. So do I think at the end of the day, at the end of a 40-hour filibuster, would Senator Rowden maybe accept, instead of a wholesale reform, just putting charters in Columbia to stick it to those schools in Columbia? Yeah, I think he might accept that. I don't think Senator Rowden has to accept that. I, I think he's going to – I also think – I'll tell you what, it's my, this is just my – White trash, hillbilly opinion on what happened Tuesday of last week. Caleb Browden took those committee assignments. Yes, he did. Caleb Browden stood up for himself and, and his fellow members that are just kind of tired of the just constant attention seeking. And and look, I think the folks in the conservative caucus, they have their, they, they mean well too. But I'll tell you that average senator, that senator that comes up here and, and elected leadership and tries to follow the people that won the election, I, I think what Caleb did was unite those 17 people behind him. I think they all owe him. I think I think he's shown leadership and people are following it. Now, you know, the problem you have is for those seven, how do you let Caleb smack you on the hand, head and then get huge wins? Because it's going to show that maybe he was right. Maybe maybe smacking you on the nose was, was good for the overall conservative cause. So they have to almost not let him get to those bills. But I'll tell you, if he gets to, if he gets to the bills, you have centers that would normally oppose some of the more radical parts of some of this education stuff. They're not going to sit down for the merits of the bill. They're going to sit down for their leader that led last week. And I think what you saw was it's the seven hated him anyway. I mean, what you're, you're, you're filibuster gubernatorial appointments for no reason that you can articulate. It was as bad as it could get. But I think what he did do is have a lot of folks that would ro- were starting to roll their eyes at, when you said the word leadership. Those folks are behind Caleb Browden now. And I think what he's going to do with that is he's going to use that to pass education reform. And I think he will. I think I don't know what it'll look like. I'm not an education policy wonk. I'm like everyone at Desi in that regard. But I am. I, I just think what he's going to do with this new momentum is he's going to take and he's going to pass his priority. And if you've ever talked to him for more than five minutes, you know what his priority is. It is doing something that Columbia Public Schools will not like. Mm. Scott? Scott, we talked earlier about the the old Miranda plant, the magnitude oh, seven down yeah. in your neck of the woods. Any hope for this? Boy, it sounds like they're getting ready to be out of business. You know, I, uh, John, it's just a heartbreaking. I guess because it is my folks. Uh, I'm just. I probably have too pessimistic of a view of it. Uh, probably not. No, I. Uh, I think that you know, this is just my honest take between the environmentalists. And and just the oppressive tax structure in this country, it is just hard to make things here. Uh, I, I chuckle when I hear, uh, on one hand, I hear President Biden talking about it, and I think you know if you if you listen to me, I'm not I'm not a reflexive hater of anybody, including President Biden. But when I hear him talk on one, one side of his mouth about he wants to bring manufacturing back here, then I hear my other side of him talk about a Green New Deal with a bunch of hippies in Birkenstock sitting in some field. Well, you know what those hippies ain't doing? They ain't making nothing. And I think, you know, there's a there's a part of the folks that think it should be a service economy. And, and if you want to know why union members in their gut, good, hardworking folks, vote a lot. I don't even know if they vote Republican. They vote against Democrats. It's because they'd rather have some hippies, make some hippie happy in a field smoking pot somewhere than actually make things in America. And I think, you know, the, the good folks in, in New Madrid are suffering 
because of hippie do-gooder weirdos that somehow get elected to government. And this is what they do to you Scott every Fon- single time. Scott Fawn joins us. Scott, look, I'm a truth seeker, and I call balls and strikes. Uh, you know that. I know that. Everyone knows that about me. In this time of AI and unreliable uh, social media, I need to ask you. I received a, a message the other day with a screenshot from someone showing a Missouri Ethics Commission contributions made uh, panel that a group called Missouri Forward PAC donated $200,000 to Caleb Rowden, and I don't know which cycle this was in. And the allegation was, how can a so-called Republican justify taking any money from a PAC whose mission is to advocate abortion on demand from conception to after birth? There's also other allegations that Caleb and Cindy O'Loughlin are in the pocket of the NEA. Can you, is true or false? True or false? The first one's just stupid. (laughs) It's just funny. I mean, look, look, I'll just tell you. You could wonder about Caleb Brown. Look, I wonder about his haircut sometimes. Right now he looks great. <laughs> sometimes I wonder about the haircut. You, you, you can wonder whether Scott, the sun will come up in the east. You can wonder whether I hate the Cubs. You can never wonder if Caleb Browden hates Columbia Public Schools. Uh, he just, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, anyone that tells you that Caleb is, um, is, look, I promise you, if he could pick the budget or education reform, I'm not sure state workers would get paid this year. Okay. I mean, his whole career, he has been the most education reform-minded person I know. It's one of the reasons I, I, I was kind of, I looked down on this stuff for a while. I mean, I, I played high school sports. But Caleb is so sincere about it and, and so articulate. It, yeah. No, Caleb yeah. has on the pocket of the NEA. Well, okay, Good Lord. But, but simple yes or no. Missouri Forward PAC. I can, uh, That's what the I Caleb see is Robin that associated PAC. That's not an abortion PAC. Well, I know that. There's, but, well, there's a PAC out there that some folks, some donors to watch you put together. It's called, I think, Right Path. And look, you know, I don't think it's a pro-abortion PAC. But yeah, there is donors to watch you. They were the primary bit of donors to this PAC. Many people received donations from this pack, not just Caleb okay. Brown. And and yeah, watch you. I I think you know they yeah, okay. they trade abortion doctors and yeah. it's a bunch of bank shots. But yeah, okay, fine. I okay, I mean, I just I want to make it clear that there are so many people within the conservative conference, if to use a, a, a an umbrella term, that are just turning this into a circular firing squad. It's not helpful. Scott, thanks for helping us unpack it. Look All forward right. to the next talk, man. You bet. Talk to you later. I'll give you a speedo out. All right. There he is. Oh, boy. (laughs) Hannah, maybe maybe Hannah will think that Scott in a speedo is hot. We'll see if that's the case or not when we come back on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Probably not.